KSP in Central Texas. And uh, very exciting watching this guy's timeline. Got the news yesterday that uh, the USFL, it's back. And uh, Chris Platt, former Baylor great, joining us between uh, boy practice sessions. He's got to get take care of himself. He trains other people. Uh, Chris, it's great to great to visit with you, and congratulations on uh, on uh, being drafted into the USFL. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, yeah. I saw that, and I was like, I have got to track uh, Chris down now. This is Chris. You are way too young to remember the USFL in its heyday, but one one of the things I love is looking at some of these teams and some of the Baylor players that are showing up on here. Some of some of them are your teammates. I mean, this goes back to and so Chris. To me, this is a testament to man. You 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 never have given up on this. You know, I remember uh, coming to see you what a year ago or. Not that long ago, year and a half at the last time Baylor, maybe two years now at Baylor's Pro Day, mm-hmm. pandemic hits. Yeah. It's tr- it's much harder to try to get seen or get in front of scouts or anything during the pandemic. Yet you stayed after this thing like crazy. Um, was it was it just a huge relief? And and did it? What were your what were your feelings when uh, when the call came yesterday? Oh, uh, yeah, it was a big relief. So, like, a big weight would just lift off my shoulders. Because uh, back in 2020, when they canceled our pro day, there wasn't much else I could do to get myself out there besides just film that I was doing while I was training. And uh, I already knew going in that I was going to be, like, a like an undrafted free agent and maybe a training camp type guy. So, I really needed that 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 pro day to get myself out there and not having that really hurt me a lot. And uh, I had a, I had a couple of calls for training camp and then sadly, most of them were in California. And then those, those sanctions down there were very, very tough. So if you weren't drafted, you weren't going into the state of California at that time. So that went through. But um, when I got that call man, I was just so happy, you know, even building up to that day, I was just kind of calm, just keeping myself calm so I could at least sleep that night. And uh, so when uh, when the, the the second day started, they're starting off with receivers. You know, I told myself, like, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look because they were just doing it off of Twitter. And it wasn't live streamed anywhere. So then eventually I started looking. I was like, okay, okay. They're in the 14th, 13th, 14th round. I talked to a couple of the coaches before, like the week before the draft. They said that they were, I was on their table getting drafted. So. I was just watching out for that. Then I think it was the 16th round, 16th or 17th, one of those. Uh, I got the call right before they drafted me. And, like, I had I had a couple of their names in my contact. So when I saw it pop up on my phone, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is it. I got that call. <laughs> yeah, I think I can still run. I said, of course, I still can. <laughs> and uh, we just talked here and there about information for um, for camp. And then that was it. And then after that phone call, all I could do was just just be happy. Yeah, it, talking to Chris Platt, <clears throat> had a great uh, career at Baylor. I mean, my gosh, you were with us for about uh, – you were a Bear for about six years there. It, it's like you live, you've lived all sorts of lives, Chris. And what, you're only 26 years old? Doesn't it feel like sometimes 
<laughs> you know what I mean? You were at Baylor for so long, and, and you saw such different regimes. Um, you've seen a lot. But I would say, Chris, that's going to be that, – that's one of the reasons you've stayed after this, that you've kind of had the ups and downs and, and you're, you know, a new coaching staff, your coaching staff – you know, obviously, we remember the the scandal hits and all of that. Do you feel like that's made you um, a, a lot stronger person just dealing with all that? Most definitely, because um, I was going through one of the worst things that I could go through, like a college football athlete at the age of 20, 21. So I had to learn real fast, real quick. Not only that is um, just the things that we were getting as Baylor football players from the outside sources looking in and how they perceived everybody and just how, how I had to carry myself going out into public no matter where I was because their eyes were on us at all times 24-7. So I definitely carried myself differently around that time and it helped me in the long run. But um, it also gave me the experience just shedding some light in the storm. It's just I, I got, it, got to experience a l- little bit of both like of both, no, not even both, three coaches of of Art Bros, Grove, and Rule, and all of them have like three different styles, personalities. So, <laughs> just being able to, um, just being able to just switch in a matter of a year or two, and then just just trusting the process, honestly, just trusting the process, just keeping my head low, and just working because that's the only thing that I can control is my work ethic, and that's what I took from it. When did football, uh, in your mind, switch off to being number one? Because you were a high school state champion, Class 4A, uh, could just burn it in the, the relays. And so Baylor loved track, as you know, and quarter-milers, that kind of thing. At Baylor, it was quarter-mile you. And, and so you were uh, – and Baylor's had a lot of that over the years. Great track uh, folks that also play receiver. Did you – even early on, did you consider yourself a football player first? Or when you first showed up at Baylor, were you still kind of almost half and half, track guy, football guy? Yeah, so it was it was sort of tough to kind of write that, I guess. I wouldn't say that. I would, I would just say it was kind of tough to just kind of make people realize what I had prioritized at the beginning because my freshman year of high school, I won state. So, I mean, from there on out, you know, that's the track star. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I loved football. I actually loved football before I loved track. I did. I started football before I started track. I actually loved basketball before any of the two. So, um, just just through middle school, you know, like with my friends, they were doing football in sixth grade, and I had just moved there in fifth grade. So, I was kind of behind. I never played organized football. And so I was like, I want to play this sport with my friends. And then I turned out to love it. And uh, a little funny fact that uh, my first year playing Little League, I actually played defensive end. So <laughs> I was on the line um, getting after the quarterback. But, um, you know, my middle school year, I just joined track because I knew I was fast. Like, I didn't do it because I loved it or anything like that. And then, luckily enough, my middle school coach, he put me in the right event and I just took it and ran with it, and I became great at it and so my high school year I dropped from a 55 to a 47 in a year <laughs> so 
that was very eye-opening to myself just because of just the work ethic I had just going through it because I'm just not the person that quits. And I've always kept it that way. And um, so everybody knew me in high school just as that track athlete. So I was just always trying to make myself my name, a name for myself in the football, the game of football. So I just, like I said, just kept my head down, just trying to get, get great at my craft during football. I was at running back my freshman year, then moved to receiver my sophomore year. And I just, you know, you give me something, give me time, I'm going to get great at it. If I'm not great by the time you need me to, I will eventually. Because that's just, that's just how my mind works. Like, I have to be great at what I want to do. So, what do you what do you yeah. remember like art uh, arts in the news as you've seen today when when you first started talking to Kendall and you got to Baylor what did they you know because obviously like you said different styles of football I mean you know you mm-hmm. I'm trying to think you probably fit into like a Tevin Reese mode uh, mold of of the inside receiver that they wanted to get in space. As you, before, you know what we all know happened to the end of their time. What what do you remember of of what they were trying to sort of turn you into football wise? Because I'm I'm sure it had to be utilizing your elite speed, but because mm-hmm. that had to be a huge change for you to go from coach to coach to coach. Yes. So um, out of high school, I didn't really play receiver at that much, which seems crazy. But uh, I played more defense and offense out of high school. So when I got to Baylor, I was pretty behind yeah. on the aspect of just being just a college receiver. So they took their time with me. They were very patient, which I absolutely loved. I used their redshirt year to develop the things that I was falling behind from, just the lack of playing in high school. And, um, you know, they just never gave up on me. And so I never gave up on them. So it was just the decency that I could do to show them that I appreciate them for doing so. Mm-hmm. And um, what they did with me is just we formally developed. Coach Taj helped me develop into a great receiver. And um, we just built off of what I was great at doing. That was creating space and burning the top off of people. So not only that, they would just mix it up here and there, move me inside and outside, give me some trick plays, like during my early years, my freshman, my redshirt freshman and sophomore year. And then after that, just let me loose. So, I mean, they wouldn't just put me in like, okay, you're only doing this. It's like, no, I feel like you're you're going to be great for this place. So I want you in there no matter who was out there. And, I mean, we had Antoine Goodley out there. We had Corey out there. Levi out there so like just for them to put me in a play with all those receivers out there it just meant a lot to me yeah those that's unbelievable that group uh you just mentioned uh, talking to Chris Platt who was uh such a good receiver at Baylor now going to be in the USFL did you what were your feelings today um I, the rumors had been out there now it becomes official today Art Bryles uh your former head coach hired at Grambling and I know You've heard uh, all these years a lot of negative things, and uh, probably mm-hmm. even sadly when you tell people you played for Coach Bryles, you probably get a certain kind of reaction when you're outside of Waco. Um, what, 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 was your, what were your personal thoughts when, uh, when you saw that big news today that he's been hired as the offensive coordinator at Grambling? Honestly, Joy, I was extremely happy because I know that he's been working, he's been working so hard just to get himself back out there. 
especially in the United States, because I know that it, he tried to go to CFL. He was about to do a deal, if I'm not wrong, and then they backtracked, didn't do that, and mm-hmm. then he went overseas, did that for a while, came back and coached high school football out in East Texas. So, like, he's been going around, so obviously he loves the game of football. So I'm just happy that he's back on that collegiate level where he's liked it the most. Okay, yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, to watch. Now, who's the most famous New Jersey Generals uh, player ever? I, I got a little trivia for you. Do you know? Do you immediately know to answer that? Because, of course, this was before your time when this uh, very famous player was with the New Jersey Generals. New Jersey Generals. Let's see. Uh, was it? Let's say was. Well, he I'll give you a hint. He won the he won the Heisman Trophy and his alma mater just won its first national title since he was there. I'll give it to you. It is Herschel Walker. Ah, uh, it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. I, I, I don't know. I had it in my mind, but I couldn't get the word. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's going to be so much fun, and you're, a lot of this you're going to be in Alabama. Uh, well, I'm curious, by the way, because last time I saw you run a 40, you were still kind of nursing an injury and all that kind of thing. Did they, when y'all were kind of trying out and you and they were kind of getting information on you, did you have to run the run the 40 again? And what did uh, what did you put down on uh, what what did you do this time? Uh, no, I didn't. Actually, oh, really? We, um, nice. We were supposed to do a. Um, little all-star little pro day for the USFL, but we ended up not doing it. It was supposed to be held in California uh-huh. uh, at the beginning of January, but nothing was said. Um, I was, we were all just kind of confused because we didn't hear, we didn't really get much information about it. And so um, it was just in my hands, like always just keep working <laughs> until I hear something. <laughs> but um, I know the last time I ran my 40 was, after I got released from my surgery, so in that I think I went for like four four seven. Okay. So, okay. Um, so that's just been the number that I've been using for the most recent one. Yeah, I got you. Well, this will be fun, and and for people that don't know, uh, so Chris Platt, you can watch him. These games are going to be on Fox. And how many Baylor players have been drafted so far? Have you guys been like in touch with each other? Did I see the safety? Um, Did I see Orion was mm-hmm. taken somewhere? Um, yeah. I, I feel like I've been seeing different Baylor players crop up. Have you guys all been in touch with each other? So I got in touch with uh, Zach Smith. He was at Baylor for a while before. Yeah. So it was Zach, Jameson Houston, Orion Stewart, Drew Galitz, and I believe there is an old lineman as well that played at Baylor, but after okay. I was gone, that also this, so I would say five, not including me. Okay, I was just looking at your quarterbacks, by the way, and mm-hmm. um, it's it looks like Ben Holmes from Tarleton State, and then yep. DeAndre Johnson w- was taken in the in the 12th round out of Texas Southern. All right, mm-hmm. so it, it was, uh, this will be interesting. They, they say that Holmes, this guy's your age, was a Tarleton State gunslinger who went twenty-three and two. Uh, have you studied wow. up on any of these quarterbacks at all? Not. Yet. I have not had the chance yet. Uh, ever <laughs> since I've been, I've, ever since I got the call, I've been working out here at D one and also training other people. But I did connect with Ben on um, social media just now, not too long ago, before you called. 
Yeah, tell Engelbrecht he has to partner with us before you can start giving him plugs on the air, okay? You tell Kevin <laughs> that you were just on with Mosley. Uh, I will. But, uh, he also told me to tell you that there's, there's some turf out here for you to join if you want to work out. <laughs> I think you could do some miracles. I've, I've seen it, Chris. You, uh, you've worked with some people. I, I think I'm a lost cause. All right? But... Uh, <laughs> But uh, you you keep up the great work, and just know the Baylor uh, fans, um, you know, we can be a finicky bunch, and I know it wasn't always the yeah. greatest because Baylor fans can can be a little cranky and all that kind of stuff, but uh, I think the majority of Baylor fans are just so excited for you, and I know you've been getting a lot of well wishes, and this is, uh, this is, a, this is a great time, so we cannot wait to watch. So get out to Birmingham, I guess is where a lot of this is going to happen. And uh, and do us all proud. Yes, sir. I definitely will. I appreciate all y'all and all the all the uh, uprising messages, messages I've been getting. You bet. You bet. Well, there he goes. Uh, it is Chris Platt Jr. who will be with those New Jersey Generals, and he'll put on. I guess they'll go with their old uniforms. They're red, and uh, Chris can pull that off. He'll pull the uh, the the red and gold, or red and white, as I recall. Chris Platt joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas.